FW family. What's good? It's your boy Trill Raver, and we are with the homie Riot Ten what at up? Lizard Lounge in Dallas, Texas. Yes, What's sir. good, homie? Good man, good. Just uh, you know, just woke up from a little nap. Uh, have to be a little, you know get rested up for tonight. Uh, it's my last show on the Rail Breaker tour this year. Uh, last show in the U.S. I got China and um, Thailand next week, so gotta you know gotta go out with a bang here in Dallas, one of my favorite cities. So. Hell yeah, homie. I mean, you you moving across the country, man. You yeah. jet setting. You're from El Paso, Texas, homie. Right. Tell us about El Paso, man. What's going down in El Paso? I, don't, I mean, I like El Paso. You know, I mean, it's one of the smaller cities, probably in Texas, as far as like major cities go. Uh, but I've always, you know, got like uh, you know a lot of love from El Paso. Uh, food's great. You know, I think the people are really nice there. Um, you know, it's a desert, but I mean, uh, it definitely has its perks. You know, I mean, it's home. You know. So I uh, really don't see myself moving from there, and I don't see any need to. But um, yeah, great. I don't know. I personally love the scene there. The crowd is one of the loudest crowds I've ever played for. Yeah. So uh, it's solid. I love it. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know, El Paso is one of the first places that I that I ever saw mountains, man. Like being oh, from yeah. Dallas, shit's flat. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. me, those were mountains. You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Like international vibe, bro. Like you on Interstate 10, you got Texas right here. You know, uh, UTEP up on the little hill and uh -huh. everything. Yeah. And then you got Mexico just right across the freeway, homie. It's like that international vibe. Yeah, uh, but 100%. with that said, who were your influences? You know what I'm saying? Growing up in El Paso on the music side. Um, music side, I mean, I started making hip-hop back when I was six, uh, 16, so as far as that, I mean, influences go, it's, it's mostly like, uh, I mean, like Little John was a big one, you know, Trillville um, yeah. was big for me, like, uh, shit, DMX was really big for me, Ludacris, and all, you know, all that, all that southern shit was really like a big influence on, as far as my hip-hop shit goes, you know? Yeah, yeah. So when I started transitioning to like, like electronic music, I obviously kept that, you know, with me, uh, but as far as, you know, first... I kind of jumped on kind of late, probably like 2009, 2010, as far as like electronic goes. Uh, it was probably like Dead Mouse, um, like Crookers, um, like Rehab, all back then. You know, it was really house stuff. And then we you know when uh, it was more like house and electro, so you know, it was like like Mustard Pimp was like a huge like fidget thing, all that shit. So like, um, started doing I guess trap. When trap came out, and I used you know all my, obviously my background from hip hop to, um, you know, the electronic side for like trap, like electronic trap, whatever they call it. Mm -hmm. um, so that's pretty much it, man. I mean, like, there's, there's a lot of influences. I can't even. Just there's a whole bunch yeah, of that. Yeah, too yeah. much, too many influences. Honestly, like I think any, anything and everything can like influence my music. So, you know, it just it varies. Right on. So transitioning for being on the road, uh, traveling across the country. What's a typical day like for you when you, you're in the studio? In the studio, or like like when I'm back at home? Yeah, yeah. When you at home? Oof. All right. Um, <laughs> Pretty hectic, actually. So, uh, if it's you know school's on, I take my son to school. Like at you know, 7:30 in the morning. Uh, so I wake up like at six, whatever. Take him to school, get back. Usually I go back to sleep because I need to you know I need the rest. Um, yeah, yeah. So I wake up probably like around 11, and there's some errands to be ran and run some errands. Um, then I go visit my other son. Uh, he's still in the hospital right now, so I go visit my son for a little bit. Um, get back home and work on music probably for like three hours. Then I have to do, you know, do homework with my other son again. When he pick, and I have to actually go pick him up first. Okay, okay. <laughs> around, yeah, around 4.30, pick him up, uh, you know, do homework with him. Then maybe sometimes get back in the studio for a little bit, finish things off. Um, then play a little bit of video games for like an hour or two. Just pretty much go back, go to sleep and do it all over again, honestly. Just, Bro, just, I, yeah. I respect that so much, man. <laughs> yeah. that, like, like, that's the life of being a father, for real. Like, seriously. Yeah, like, yeah man. Like, much respect, homie, Thanks, for man. real. Thanks, man. I appreciate you know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, it's, uh, it, it's hectic, bro. Like, you know, like, yeah. um, 
I mean, I wouldn't have it any other way, though. You know, it's definitely like made me the person I, you know, that I am. Like, so you know, I still have like, you know, I can have fun and do all that, but like, I need to like obviously I have responsibility. So, I, you know, I try not to be away too long as much as you know, I can at least. You know, it's, it's uh, this job obviously requires a lot of traveling, so <laughs> I'm not really home as as much as sometimes I would like to be. What's the longest? you've ever been in a studio, you know, like a studio session. It's just like yeah. a one-time thing. Um, probably like a good 12 hours, maybe. Woo, yeah. man. A good Bro. 12 hours. Yeah, like when, when, uh, when, you know, like when the juices are flowing and like all the ideas are just there, it's just like, it's it's really good. Especially like when you when you have like vocalists on there. Mm -hmm. um, that is probably when it takes the longest, when you have vocalists on your song, because like, you know, obviously you have to go and you know, put all the work into like processing the vocals and then you have to make sure, you know, obviously they fit in with the song, writing the vocals, you know, obviously finishing the rest of the song. Um, yeah, man, I mean, 12 hours, maybe more, I, don't, I really don't know, but on average, I mean, spend anywhere from like, maybe like four to six hours on, on, on an average. Okay, okay. Uh, if I have the time, obviously, if not, you know, then two, I mean, I can usually make a song in two, three hours, so it's, I don't need a lot of time. It's just those certain songs that require, you know, more, obviously more time and work and stuff like that. Right, rail breaker. Man, that, that, that joint is banging, you know Appreciate what I'm saying? That. Yeah, yeah. And you dropped all the remixes to Rail Break as well. So right. t tell the audience, the EDM DFW family, a little bit about Rail Breaker, homie. Um, I mean, honestly, it was just kind of coming up with a, um, wanted to come up with something like, it's kind of like, not want to say mainstream, it's like, like, you know, massive, you know, like something that I know would appeal to like a lot of people. And obviously like, you know, um, it might be, I think, I think it's catchy, you know, some people say, oh, it's corny, but I really think that it's like, it's something that you know everyone can like get, get hyped to and shit. You know, and when I reach out to Rico Act, he uh, he's always come up with like he has a really hype voice and like you know he always comes up with really like catchy you know lyrics. So hit him up and uh, as soon as he sent him over, like I knew I knew that song was gonna be uh, you know it was gonna be big. Right you know, right yeah, right easily, easily. Yeah. And it's uh, it's obviously one of my favorite songs and it's it's crazy like having a song that like almost like every everywhere I play almost everybody knows that song and they all they always all sing the lyrics and all that it's crazy Heck yeah yeah so with uh, EDM DFW and Trill Talk Radio we, we have a lot of people who are aspiring DJs aspiring producers mm -hmm. if if you could give one piece of advice to an aspiring DJ mm -hmm. or a producer that's out there what piece of advice would you give them um, probably be, I guess, you know, don't listen to what people say, I guess, as far as negative comments go. That's real. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of times where people have told me, you know, like, especially family too, because I mean, I started when I was 16, I dropped out when I was 17, you know, obviously, you know, as a parent, you know, you wouldn't, you know, it's not a, a thing you'd want to hear. So, you know, obviously I had my parents, you know, tell me that I was going to do shit with my life and blah, 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 and like my family would say that, but I really didn't listen, just, you know, I had a feeling, you know, that as long as I worked hard that I, you know, I'd, you know, be where I'd want to be. Um, but yeah, it'd pretty much just work hard, but you know, and don't listen to what people say. Um, you know, but you definitely need to work hard at it. You can't just like, you know, like oh, I'm just gonna ignore you and not do anything either. Like you have to really work hard at it. Um, you know, and it's uh, and, and have patience. Uh, this, this thing takes years on top of years and years. Like I've been said, I've been producing for you know already ten years already, and uh, it's it's a long ride, you know. But like if you love music and that's your passion, then it doesn't feel like a long time. You know, it isn't. There should be no rush in it, you know? If, it, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You don't have to try to like, you know, make a radio hit. Like if you like music, you just release it and make sure, you know, obviously you want the best opportunities for each song that you, you know, release. So obviously you want the best labels and all that, it's fine. But as far as like, don't, don't, don't push it, don't like force it, you know? But, but definitely work hard though, you know, and obviously like, and I would say, you know, just be humble and don't forget, you know, that, 
you know, you're, uh, you're just a regular person like everybody else, you know, and that's that's literally what yes. it is. I mean, it's, you know, yes. you know, I mean, obviously just like for me, I'm just like a regular dude who just, you know, happened to, you know, be, you know, to happen to have, you know, music that people liked and, uh, you know, you know, blessed with the opportunity to do everything that I do. So, I mean, besides that, I'm just a regular ass dude, honestly. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro, I feel that. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Riot 10, EDM DFW. We are out at the Lizard Lounge in yeah. Dallas, Texas. Friday night, it is going down. Thank you, homie. All I, right, I thank you guys. That, I appreciate that. Hell yeah. Right on.